Willie May's offensive weapon was his fence-clearing power. Ted Williams' offensive weapon was his textbook swing. But Coach Naren's new offensive weapon was the most offensive of them all. Hey, better, better, better! Hey, sebaceous bloody sputum eater! Still at three, you're out! My brother Pete was the Thai cob of trash talk. It was Naren's most brilliant move. As long as he kept the free Lazari flowing, Pete promised he would keep his foul mouth foaming. Hey, better, 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 hey, better, so wing better, you pus drunk, spurting maggot batter. Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Joey. I'm Andrew. And I'm Brett. Brett's back. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here. We're thrilled to have you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, welcome to episode 66. We're going to be talking about Pete and Pete, Field of Pete. Yeah. Great summer episode. Yeah, continuing our week of yeah. Pete and Pete. Got to beat that heat. Yeah. Pete and Pete. <laughs> uh, I thought for this episode in particular, Brett would be a good guest. Huge baseball yeah. fan. Oh, yeah. Um, when uh, Andrew invited me on... For Pete and Pete review, I was kind of crossing my fingers a bit for, uh, for this. Oh, one. wow. And, yeah. uh, he said Field of Pete, and I was like, oh, that's got to be the episode. So. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully you'll bring some of that baseball knowledge. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> there isn't a lot of baseball action oh, in no, the episode. Not, but, uh, I mean, there's some good, like, you know, baseball references about... Yeah. There, you know, there is one part, not to jump into the episode, but there's one part where, you know, Pete psychs out the pitcher and the ball rolls to the batter and the batter picks up the yeah. ball and hands it to the catcher. Would that still be a ball? Is the batter allowed to touch the ball if it's in play? Well, no. Okay. Uh, but I think at that point it would just be a dead ball. Like, that would have been a ball. Because sometimes, yeah. like, the batter, like, they knock the ball out of the way. Yeah. They, grab it and throw it if it's like yeah. the catcher drops it. So. Particularly in Summer League, I'm sure them yeah. doesn't care. <laughs> that up only cared about playing ball. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he was worried about. Uh, well, well, this episode is particularly uh, summery. Oh, I mean, yeah. it, it just ha- reeks of summer. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we had last episode, King of the Road, Summer yeah. Vacation, oh, yeah. which is very identifiable. Now we got, you know, just summer a- yeah. athletics uh, summer activity case. what yeah. a lot of kids spent their summer yeah doing at the baseball field and i was never particularly into baseball but something about this episode i love it and i i tend to like baseball uh like Themed yeah things. yeah yeah especially this era yeah like as the mid 90s that was like yeah. baseball movie gold yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so We're... many good baseball movies in the 90s so. yeah and this, uh, you know, even though it's just 24 minutes, stands as its own just great oh, thing. Yeah, its it own is. thing. Yeah. Um, before we get into uh, Field of Pete, uh, we always love hearing your thoughts, so I think we have uh, an email. This one's from Bob. He says, hello, blow holes and gut buckets. <laughs> I haven't written to you guys in a while, but I was able to listen to three shows this past weekend, and I have a few things to say. <laughs> 
First, Jason is another fantastic guest. Oh, yeah. You guys always sound like you're having fun, but it sounded like you were having a really great time doing that show. <laughs> that would be, uh, hey dude, Cowboy yeah. Ernst. Yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> you cracked me up, too, with a ton of jokes I really appreciated. That said, I've got to let you guys know that I haven't laughed as hard as I did during the How Tall is the Agro Craig sequence <laughs> <laughs> from the Top Game Shows episode in a really long time. My word, I laughed so hard. <laughs> I listened to it like five times and still could not stop myself. <laughs> the, the initial guess of 173 feet. Don't feel bad, Andrew. I'm bad at guessing that 173? Kind of was yeah. that the initial? Uh, now I don't specifically remember. Uh, I thought it was like, like 800 that. or something. 873. Oh, 800, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, is so staggeringly high. <laughs> Joey's response of tall is kind of how I reacted the first time I listened. <laughs> it starts at 2540 on favorite game shows. The funniest part, though, is the intermittent laughter from all three of you, which is like gasoline on the fire because it just makes me laugh harder. Anyway, yeah. fantastic work as always, and please keep it going. Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Yeah, that was a, yeah, I think you guessed outrageously high and then chris also guessed outrageously high with the actual i think total being 28 feet uh for the egg oh, yeah, yeah yeah something insanely <laughs> low just crushing dream crushingly low yeah uh but um no yeah we love hearing from you guys uh that i think is also one of our funniest moments <laughs> Um, as we like to do, we like to take a look back at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Field of Pete aired on September 11th, 1994. That's a Sunday. Um, Ooh, I like it. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> I'm yeah. a little torn b- with it being in September because right. schools are yeah. presumably started. Yeah. But it's a nice little like, reminder. Yeah, yeah. You remember what summer was like. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> well, it's season two, episode two. Uh, so season two started in September, um, first episode being Grounded for Life, which we've talked about. So technically we've talked about this month, but, uh, when we talked about Ground for Life, I wasn't doing things as in detail. So uh, we'll go over September 94 again, give you some new details. Uh, so here's some stuff that happens, uh, that month. I can't wait to find out what happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Frank Eugene Corder crashes a plane into the south lawn of the White House. I think it was like a really small, like one person plane. Uh, l- luckily not hurting anybody besides himself, uh, which nobody saw that coming though. Just boom, right into the <laughs> lawn of the White House. I, I, I don't know. Is uh, that he- a small plane or is it real far away? <laughs> Uh, he he did die in the incident, but nobody else was hurt. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the sh- the uh, very famous show Friends premieres uh, that month. Uh, yeah. You like Friends? Um, I don't hate it. Okay. But I would have thought it was a little bit earlier in the 90s than 94. Like. Yeah, I would have guessed that as well. Uh, That's all I got. <laughs> and then the last two here are just perfect for Field of Pete. Uh, the Ken Burns documentary Baseball premieres nice. on PBS. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is real good if you haven't watched it. And then all 28 baseball owners vote to cancel the rest of the 1994 season that September. Wow. Yeah. 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 So two big baseball things. Man, this episode could be like commentary. <laughs> Bad action. <laughs> baseball fans find out uh, the season's canceled and just like, well, I can just watch Field of Pete <laughs> over and over. Baseball. Yeah, yeah. Uh, music, as we mentioned on Grounded for Life, uh, one number one single all month that was I'll Make Love to You by Boys to Men. 
Um, but other things that came out in September of 94, uh, other bands that had releases, uh, Blues Travelers, Bad Religion, Built to Spill, Eric Clapton, They Might Be Giants, Notorious B.I.G., uh, Sinead O'Connor, Liz Fair, Tupac, Toby Keith, R.E.M., uh, Bjork, Dave Matthews Band, Weird Al, and then uh, I saw the Muppets released an album called <laughs> wow. called Kermit Unplugged, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> which is uh, supposed to sound like a live album. Um, so pretty pretty big names there. Uh, yeah. And the '94, yeah. as we've discussed, is a pretty good year for music. That is a very good year for music. '94 yeah. is like everything. Yeah. All movies just are good. Like blew up. Yes, yeah. movies are very good. Um, music, yeah. Uh, two number one movies that month for two weeks, Forrest Gump, for two weeks, Time Cop. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> really at who different t- ends Who took over who? <laughs> uh, Forrest Gump, the first two weeks, Time Cop, the second wow. two weeks. Wow. Yeah. That's even more <laughs> <laughs> Uh, other movies that came out, uh, in that month, um, Quiz Show, Ed Wood, and The River Wild. Hmm. I'm not sure if I've seen any of those. Quish Edward? I feel like you've seen Edward. Oh, yeah, of course. Edward. <laughs> <laughs> I was forgetting what it was. I, I, but. <laughs> I was just really staring at Andrew. You, you, yeah, gave, you yeah, showed me that, that movie. But, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, pretty good month for movies. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then video games. Uh, the Super Nintendo version of Mortal Kombat 2 is released with all blood and oh, fatalities yeah. left intact. Uh, the first yes. major release on any Nintendo console at that point to have such content. Wow. Bold move, Nintendo. <laughs> Bold move. I wonder if the pressure was really on, like uh, like Sega was passing them up. Or... Well, I think it came out on Sega first, if right, I remember but, correctly. Yeah. Without blood, right? There's no blood except for, I believe, Reptile, and he has green uh, blood. <laughs> but maybe Nintendo was like, well, the game's already out. we got to yeah. one-up them yeah. somehow. So. That probably probably did help. <laughs> yeah, probably <Right>. did. <laughs> <laughs> um, Origin System releases Looking Glass Studios System Shock, uh, and then also Video Gaming Magazine Nintendo Magazinette is canceled after four years. Uh, number nine of 1994 <laughs> would have been released. Some uh, sort of smaller <laughs> magazine that they put out. Yeah, uh, it says the magazine joins Superpower Magazine. Huh. Which I think was a more mainstream. Well, there was Nintendo Power. That oh. was the the Nintendo <laughs> magazine. I don't know what this other stuff is, mm, but well. <laughs> it was like a monthly publication, and Nintendo Power was oh, more quarterly. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's uh, season two of Pete and Pete, mm. episode two. Uh, it's a very good season. Yeah. This is a very good episode. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to well, get started? Big Pete starts out. Uh, narrating the episode as he often does. <laughs> the seasons of the year, they come and go. Continents drift, ice caps melt, entire species disappear. Everything is always changing on this planet. Everything but the game I love. Baseball. Unfortunately, my love of the game had never translated into a winning record. But all that was about to change. This year, I was playing for a new manager, Mr. Ed Barons. To him, losing was unknown. Imperfection? Unacceptable. Just win. The only words he lived by. Um, 
and we pan down over the Slush Shack-sponsored scoreboard and onto the baseball field. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you know it's summer. Yeah. <laughs> and right at the beginning of this episode, there's a great musical cue, like of violins or something, just... Just feels like summer, yeah. you know, like almost like birds chirping. And yeah, the sprinklers are on. Yeah, <laughs> it's like ah, this is. It feels like the beginning of summer, kind right. of. Um, Pete has never been part of a winning baseball team, but this year the team has a new manager, Mister Ed Nairns. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was on your favorite one-off characters. Yep, yeah, number two. Yeah, just win, baby. <laughs> He didn't quite win that, but um, to him, losing was unknown, and perfection, unacceptable. <laughs> Just win, as we know, is his, uh, yeah. his whatever you want to call it. Uh, so on his fingers, yeah. it says, Just win, right? Yep. Yeah. Is that supposed to be, you think, a tattoo, or is he writing it on there? Oh, tattoo. tattoo? I think it's supposed to be a tattoo, but it, it looks terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It looks like it was written on there, like, haphazardly with a, like, sharpie of some sort like, <laughs> oh yeah just put these on your knuckles yeah, yeah. um teddy is hilariously misses a catch <laughs> in the outfield teddy's very good in this yes. episode yes this is a great moment though just like way past <laughs> it he doesn't even realize like what happened it's like uh um, double zero that's a two base error get in here and wash my car yeah. <laughs> that's a two <laughs> big area so the uh the credits roll at this point. Mm. Um, and we come back and we see uh, them starting to play the game and Naren's is tough, but Pete thinks his, Big Pete, excuse me, thinks his leadership is going to make the team winners this year. The uh, <laughs> prosthetics. That's right. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, Mr. Naren's never left his car, but it didn't affect his precision coaching. He'd analyze the variables, make the right adjustments, and we did the rest. Winning felt better than anything I could have dreamed of. It tasted better, too. Um, we get a shot of the undulating orange goop, Ooh. which I love. Uh, they use it a lot during the episode, yeah. and it is... <laughs> this was shot in 94, and it still looks delicious. Yes, <laughs> oh, it looks so good. Like, yeah. I want that. Yes. Yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever it is, it, <laughs> I feel like I've never had it to this point in my life, and I want it. Yes, it yeah. looks very good. It's such a perfect shot for this episode. There's the also like a weird like, wavy sound, yes. too, going with yeah. it. Like, it sounds just... Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like a rhythmatic... Like, mm, yeah, the whole thing is like almost mesmerizing, in <laughs> somewhat in the way that yeah. it is once like, they start It should be almost like glowing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and Pete is expounding on the difference between being a winner and being a loser. <laughs> yeah, uh, Pete's team, the prosthetics, as we mentioned, are playing the bacon barn, and Naren's <laughs> coaches them to win from again from his car seat. He never leaves his car, <laughs> which is great. It's uh, it shouldn't be overlooked how weird that is yes. uh, that their coach will not get out of his car <laughs> to coach them. <laughs> I just every time he rolls the window down, yeah. it's just him just peering out yeah. <laughs> like he, every time somebody messes up yeah. he'll yeah. roll the window yeah. um so uh, to celebrate their victory the team heads to the slush shack where ellen is working as an apprentice to slush master bob oppenheimer <laughs> <laughs> um and the slush shack has agreed to give the team free slushies as a deal they made in exchange for the scoreboard yeah with uh slush money yes slush money. <laughs> <laughs> um Winning is already beginning to go to the team's heads, 
and Narens pays Oppenheimer to include Orange Lazarus mm. as part of the agreement. Yeah. Oppenheimer he, wants no part of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he regrets ever making the Orange Lazarus. Yeah. yeah. This is where he gives him the slush money, though. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't yeah. want to give it to him, but... An Orange Lazarus, if you please. Mr. Narens, I have made it very clear in the past that the Orange Lazarus is not included in the free slush agreement. I'm very sorry. Slush money. Yeah. You get paid. <laughs> uh, so Oppenheimer tells Ellen that the Orange Lazarus is evil. Too tempting, too delicious, too cold. <laughs> An Orange Lazarus? How can it's not on the menu? It shouldn't even be on this earth. Long ago, I created the Orange Lazarus, looking for beauty and perfection, and what did I get? A hedonistic nectar of greed and power. It looks good. It is evil. It's too tempting. It's too delicious. It's too cold. You think you drink it? Mm. No. It drinks you. A drink from the chalice of victory, brave warriors. Orange Lazarus for everyone! Oppenheimer warns them about brain warns the team about brain freeze, but Narens doesn't care, as drinking the orange Lazarus seems to be his only pleasure. <laughs> yeah, every it puts like everybody in a trance kind yes. of way. Like it's just... But for him it's like he gets something out yeah. of that brain freeze. Like that's yeah. the only time he feels okay is when he feels that brain freeze. If consumed too quickly, the super cold Lazarus could shut down your central nervous system in 1.2 seconds, resulting in a condition known as the brain freeze. Mr. Narens didn't care. In fact, the only time he seemed to be truly happy was when he was alone with his Lazarus. Um, yeah, it's like a sick pleasure, almost. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a little darker than probably a, if you're a kid watching pete and pete you're probably not reading into it too much but as an adult it's like oh man this guy's getting some kind of like it's this like, is like therapy for yeah him. yeah it's like almost like a drug like, yeah he's yeah. Like, yeah doing like snorting cocaine or yeah, something like right. just like <laughs> this is why i need to win yeah like i need this if yeah. i don't have this i can't <laughs> function it's such and, a great evil villain trait yes, you know it's yeah. so ridiculous it's just perfect for this. Um, so under Narens, the team goes on a winning streak, but it comes to an end when Teddy accidentally spreads the flu to <laughs> half of them. <laughs> um, and we see a little shot of uh, the B team, basically, yeah. <laughs> trying to play the game. <laughs> it's pretty great. Yeah. yeah. Um, the prosthetics lose five games in a row, and Narens enlists the help of Little Pete to sway the odds. A perfect, <laughs> this is a perfect role for Little Pete. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, it really is. Yeah. Um, there's a really great line right around here. You might as well hear it. Puny humans. I will make you proud of me, Lazarus. Narens, however, wasn't a man to take defeat lying down. So the mighty Narens set off in search of a player who could turn our whole season around. I didn't have much hope, but by our next game... He unveiled a secret weapon unlike any baseball had ever seen. I'll make you proud of me, Lazarus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good line. That's good. He starts, like, humanizing the Lazarus. He's like, so absurd. His god of some yeah. sort. Like. Um, so it, in exchange for free Lazarus, Pete, little Pete trash talks the other teams into submission. We want a picture, not a beastie! 
little Pete's help, the prosthetics start winning again. But Big Pete starts feeling guilty about the way they're doing it. Yeah. Hey, a hot lather machine, huh? Ooh, ingenious! And this is where it kind of becomes about, like, Big Pete's the game he loves yeah. versus, yeah. you know, Little Pete. Not he just wants to play baseball the right way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so Big Pete tries to talk to Narens about his misgivings, but Narens shuts him down in just a <laughs> yes brilliant <laughs> series of lines here. Let's, yeah. let's hear it. Orange Lazarus, miss. Um, sorry we're closed. I'm sorry, Narens. I created the Lazarus for good, not for this. It is good, Bob. Good and frosty. So make me one now. Mr. Narens, could I talk to you? It's about the way we've been winning games. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like baseball. Hmm, is that so? Well, thanks for the update, number five, because up till now, I thought everything you knew about baseball, you learned from me. You. You weren't even clay. You were like like a handful of silt. But I took that silt and I molded it into my image, the image of a winner. I made you what you are and you turned on me. Forgive him, Lazarus. Mr. Nairns? Just win, baby. They were three words about to be carved into baseball's tombstone. It is so good. Yeah, this guy is just totally, totally demented at this point. Uh, yeah. Um, so seeing his friend Bill Corn taken uh, down by Little Pete's trash talk, or lack of, yeah. <laughs> because in this, oh, yeah. in this case, uh, right, the word is that Pete knows something that'll force Bill's family to move out of town. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, but Pete just says nothing. He just stares at them. He just self destructs. Yeah, he's just so worried about what it could be that finally he admits to something. I don't know if it's what Pete was thinking of, but the word was out that Pete had something on Bill that was so embarrassing his family might have to move to another state and change their name. not once it was at the candy counter at the movie theater i thought it was imitation butter flavor topping there are you happy um but the the shots then of the dugout and the people sitting in the stands just like <laughs> sitting in disbelief of what just like what bill's doing it's like a much higher comedy than yeah. we've said this before but the comedy on pete and pete sometimes is elevated to like the best. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely. Um, so Big Pete resolves to put a stop to uh, Little Pete's <laughs> trash talking. Um, he keeps Oppenheimer barely from destroying the Lazarus machine, <laughs> and he convinces him to deliver an extra frosty batch to the championship mm. game. And I love this whole the dial. frosty thing, the <laughs> dial. Yes, yes. That whole talk. Extra <laughs> frosty. <laughs> yes. Um, so Little Pete is successfully psyching out the other team until Oppenheimer and Ellen show up with a Lazarus. 
the Lazarus is so cold that the prosthetics <laughs> all suffer from debilitating brain freeze. Before they drink it, I love that little Pete knows that yeah. uh, Big Pete's up to something. Like he says, it's a trick. Yes, yeah, you drink yeah. it first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what is the meaning of this? Orange Lazarus for everyone. Why wait till after the game, coach? It's a lock, right? Number five, that's bad sportsmanship. However, an empty chalice is a lonely chalice. You've learned well, number five. That's just what we need. Drink up, prosthetics! What's the problem here? Play more! Oh, come on, drink up, everybody. Gee, it's a hot one. <laughs> it's a trick! You try it first! It's good. Cold. Come on. We got a championship to win. Yeah, I just it's a little touch, but I, I liked it. This is also right where uh, the camera starts getting wavy. Yeah. To yes. like represent their brain <laughs> yeah. freeze, which yeah. is just so perfect. Yes. Oh. Kid, kids wandering in the parking lot, yes. climbing fences. You <laughs> almost felt like you had the brain freeze yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And even Naren's like going to unlock <laughs> his, car. his car. <laughs> he just keeps pulling the handle. <laughs> It began low in the brainstem, then climbed its way to the cerebral cortex, where it leapfrogged to the frontal lobe, freezer burning every neuron in its path. Within 1.2 seconds, the Lazarus had worked its frosty magic with a 50 megaton brain freeze. So two outs left in the bottom of the night, tied score, and the brain freeze wears off. Mm. And Big Feet, Big Pete convinces the team to finish off the game without Little Pete's help. Mm. Um, Little Pete acts as if he's going to take down Big Pete oh, for yeah. Narens, but at the last second he turns on Narens and hints at something <laughs> strange from Narens' past. Yeah, so devastating that Narens quickly backs off. Drops. Gets his orange Lazarus. And <laughs> he drops his initial yeah, orange Lazarus. Yeah, like he yeah. is so yeah. devastated that he yeah. drops it. And then he goes and picks up the cooler <laughs> of it. What do you call it? Oh, like right, his yeah, friend. He takes the whole cooler. I forget. <laughs> what does he call it? Come on, my little friend or something like that. I always knew you were a loser, number five, but this is treason. Take him out. Go ahead. Do it. Funny how a little spoonful of lard can be so explosive. Just remember, if you destroy me, you destroy baseball, the game I love. Don't tell me you're a loser, too. Am I the only one who cares about winning? What are you talking about? Maybe we should ask the squeezy salesman. That won't be necessary. I love the look of the Lazarus too when it 
pops out of the oh, cup yeah. when it hits the ground. Yeah. Just, just a good looking thing. <laughs> um, so the prosthetics finish off the last inning and they end up losing yeah. to Lincoln yeah. Oh, yeah. on a home run. Um, and Nairns drives off with the tub of Lazarus uh, <laughs> seat belted into his car. <laughs> Finally, the Peets, having learned their lesson, I guess, uh, play catch as the camera rolls out. We lost the championship that day, but for some reason, I didn't feel like a failure. There you are, nice and safe. Losers. As for Mr. Nairns, no one ever saw him again. I heard he just kept driving until the Lazarus ran out. As for me and Pete, we were on the same side again. I guess you could say that together, we saved the game of baseball that day. Maybe next year I wouldn't make it onto a winning team. Then again, Maybe that's not what it takes to be a winner. That like wide shot of the baseball field, which yeah. is great. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's like yeah, it's a pretty easy episode to describe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's the orange Lazarus element and then trying to the 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 debate of what's more important, winning or winning by cheating. Like yeah, yeah. cheating or yeah. It's like losing. what's what's is the value of winning, winning at all costs right. necessary yeah. or yeah. is it better to lose the right way than to win the wrong way yeah and it's like a classic kids moral but uh pete and pete found a way to make it more interesting yeah and it seems <laughs> Which is really it, real yeah and surreal at the same time right you know? the orange lazarus oppenheimer yeah uh <laughs> that whole element i love ellen working at the slushy shack that that also a whole another element of like oh yeah like when your friends had jobs in the summer and you'd like walk into a place. Yeah, it was yeah. always kind of like weird to see them there, but also like, you know, yeah. people have jobs. And, and the look of the slushy shack I liked. It looked yeah. like a summer. Oh, super Like there's real. picnic tables. Oh, yeah. just, uh, I always assume pretty much everything on Pete and Pete is like a real set. Yeah. yeah. Like, or not built. They probably yeah. just showed up to a parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> this is the one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Great. Yeah. Not a dull moment. So no, no. Yeah. And it's true. so... It's so tight, like it's so packed with ev- with something happening every second. Yeah, yeah, um, man. I mean, really, the only parts I, that aren't that good is when Pete's narrating on the bleachers. But the only that's like two seconds of yeah. him, like, and even that, it's like you know, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a component of the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's like the only part where I'm like, yeah. Eh. And actually, I really... I like the voiceover narrating better, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm splitting hairs. I do like the narrating in general, especially at the beginning and end. Uh, oh, the narrating just... in the beginning is like... It's okay. yeah. It sucks me in right away, like... It is so like good. my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a beautiful thing. Baseball. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> this is good. You, you played Summer, uh, summer League? Uh, yeah, I played as a kid. Until uh, high school. Now, Big Pete is Loved a catcher. It. What was uh, what was your? I was an outfielder because I was not very. Good. <laughs> teddy, the you were Teddy. teddy? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was Teddy. But teddy was at third base for uh, a moment, but uh, he also, I think, made an error in that case. Yeah. 
Right. That was there for the fun, not for the skills. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. It was a blast. <laughs> because you're ultimately, like, most of your teammates were probably not friends, but you were either playing against a friend or maybe you were on a team with a friend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I was usually on a team with a friend. And uh, actually, Alan, who's on the show sometimes, he yeah. was always on the good team. Yeah. Which was irritating. <laughs> uh, and my teams were usually pretty terrible. Yeah. Uh, probably because I was on them. Uh, but one year... We went to the World Series against Alan's team, and my team won. And that was uh. great. <laughs> it was good. So, well, congratulations for listeners at home. And when Alan gets this episode, people don't forget. Very nice. Yeah. Well, one thing the show I think does pretty well is that like it wasn't just like a whole team of every character, like all the friends on one team. It was like pretty much Pete and a bunch of. Yeah, yeah, random yeah. characters and then like bill his yeah. friend was on the other team yeah. and then you know him feeling kind of bad for bill yeah and, uh, yeah it was nice to see uh teddy and bill yeah some of the other characters <laughs> this episode yeah oppenheimer never shows up again but he's uh a great yeah he really the actor just has you know he's kind of cross-eyed he yeah. has this great look everything yeah, super memorable that. his name yeah and the fact that he created this secret yeah. uh <laughs> Yeah, I'm, slushy. The uh, was was dangerous slushy yeah. meant to create for the better. He just wanted world peace. Right? Hilarious scene when Pete's just like, "Well, I can't help you with that, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah they give him actual like Oppenheimer lime, right? Like yeah. the destroyer of worlds, yeah. uh, um, in reference to the nuclear bomb. Uh, well, let's get into uh, bios and yeah, trivia. Yeah. Hi, this is bios, trivia, ratings, and stray observations. Well, since we're talking about him, um, Bob Oppenheimer, <laughs> Good. Paid by, played by Paul Lazar, um, you may recognize him from something that we've talked about on the show a lot, The Silence of the Lambs. Oh, yeah. That's probably the biggest role he's ever had. Oh. I, see, I was thinking um, a Nickelodeon short oh. that he was in. I don't know. Was he? Oh, uh, it was, um, we, we talked about it on Nickelodeon Shorts, yeah. uh, Inside Eddie Johnson. He's one of the guys at the control oh, panel. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and that was, that was made by the same guys as Pete and Pete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. some of the same people. Yeah. Uh, he also has appeared on multiple Law and Orders. Uh-huh. <laughs> Be a good Law and Order. Yeah, yeah. Just Law and Order, SVU, Criminal Intent, what are we talking um, I don't remember exactly which one. There was literally four or five different ones in yeah. Um. And the other person I took a look at is Ed Nairns. Sure. Both of these guys are still active today. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, in little stuff. Um, he's played... I think we might have even talked about him on the one-off episode, what he's been in, but as a refresher, his name is Bob Wyman, um, and he was in Funny Farm, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Boardwalk Empire, and Veep. Oh, wow. Most recently. Veep. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'll have to go check out... He's like was. a senator or something. Okay. You know? The actual character though the just win baby yeah. i love because as a fan of football that was uh the former owner of the raiders line uh-huh. uh, he used to always say just win baby and that's what that was modeled <laughs> after i have to assume yeah, yeah. just being this like owner of a baseball team he was the owner of a football team he was always watching him always yeah. meddling in the <laughs> just win baby was his line so i was like yeah. i like it it's just a fascinating character because it almost seemed like he didn't even live in Wellsville. He was like passing through as this coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They never really say Definitely. what he did. Yeah, yeah. We find out that at the end that he 
drives away. Nobody knows what happened. Yeah. They yeah. assume he dr- kept driving until he ran out of orange Lazarus. Cool. Um, well, we, the people who uh, directed and wrote this episode, we've talked about uh, Chris Cook, Will McRobb, and Robert Mittenthal. So I took a look at some different people. I uh, looked at the editor, uh, who's a guy named Joe Stillman, and uh, Pete and Pete, I think, is in, uh, really excellent editing. I'm um, glad you looked at <laughs> this particular episode. Yeah, it yeah. has a brisk pace. Um, yeah, never a dull moment. Uh, so Joe Stillman also worked on a couple other Pete and Pete's. He worked on uh, an episode we're going to talk about soon called The Call. Uh, he worked on The Big Quiet, and he worked on one mm, we've also talked really? about, Grounded for Life. Oh. Um, so it seemed like he was working early season two. Yeah. Um, and uh, he hasn't done a lot of other big stuff. Uh, the last thing he did was in 2008, and he did a lot of editing for like wrestling and boxing uh, tele- telecasts. Well, it's so. a crime that he's not being <laughs> utilized more. Yeah. And he seems great. Yeah. <laughs> from yeah, did a good from job. What I could tell. Uh, so, yeah, that's Joe Stillman. And then the cinematographer. Uh, which again, I think Pete and Pete looks yeah. um, a little a level above other yeah. kids shows. Uh, is done by a guy named Michael Spiller. Uh, he did 22 Pete and Pete episodes, including all three that we're doing this week. Wow. Um, he also did the cinematography on Drop Dead Gorgeous, <laughs> the movie. Uh, 28 episodes of Sex in the City, uh, and is still very active as a director now. Mm. Uh, he directed. He's directed a bunch of shows: The Mindy Project, Blackish, Superstore, Brooklyn Nine Nine, New Girl, Modern Family, The Office, Scrubs, Ugly Betty, The Bernie Mac Show, uh, Monk. Um, so he uh, he's got like he's I guess a trusted yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sitcom director. Um, so he, I, th- I I think Pete and Pete was pretty early for him. So kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, so there's some bios. Uh, Want to do a little trivia? Yeah. Um... Well, one of mine was the Robert Oppenheimer thing, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the other one was the all the biblical references in the episode. Yeah, uh, I got at least these: uh, Lime Balthazar, yeah. Grape Judas, uh, <laughs> and of course Orange Lazarus. Yeah, um, and uh, Naren's um, at one point talks about crafting Big Pete in his own image. <laughs> pretty good. He grabs he grabs the Lazarus and molds it in yeah. his hands. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Um, and at one point, Pete is um, laying back on the uh, picnic table at yeah. the slush shack, and he mentioned seeing a sign from above. Oh, I don't know if that's t- yeah, yeah. If that's in the Bible, but it's a t- <laughs> it seems Bible- pretty biblical yeah. type thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, Lazarus will rise again. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's more. Uh, that's yeah, interesting to think those about. Were- what i noticed yeah that's funny um well i noted that there was only one player song besides the theme yeah. song in use did you catch it yep uh as usual as usual which yeah. is kind of unusual yeah. i mean we haven't come across it i don't think in pete and pete Not very episode much. yet yeah uh they yeah they played it twice in the episode um at the end and then one time during the episode uh that's, and two perfect effects Oh, in this episode, yes, yes. The music so is mostly like stock type music, yeah, uh, which is also great, really good, I mean, uh, more like what you'd hear like Red and Stimpy, but yeah. it worked perfectly yeah. in this case. Just used at in the perfect ways. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. 
uh, noted that the whole episode is filmed in one location, so we never go to their Ooh, house. Oh. Um, the slush shack is right next to the baseball field, oh. um, and I read somewhere that it was like it was at the end of a block somewhere, and those were both hmm. next to each other. Um, and I've noted on the podcast before that I really do enjoy episodes that are mainly in one area. Yeah, uh, and you never feel like you're trapped in one area. No, I, it didn't even occur to me. Yeah. No, and I mean, it, I only like, notice it because they do, like, a wide shot where you can see how close this uh, shack is yeah. to the baseball field, which I liked because it kind of reminded me of playing baseball as right. a kid yeah. in parks that had, like, two or three diamonds, yes. and there was, like, a big snack center. Yeah. And so, yeah. Really good. And then, <laughs> and then uh, I noted that this is Ellen's first appearance in season two. Mm. Um, she was not in Grounded for Life, but, yeah. Uh, Stray Observations? Yeah, I got quite a few here. Um, let's see. Did you happen to notice the name of the the field? I did. Did they play on? Shake Shack Field. No. no. Uh, Munson Field. Yeah, it wasn't like a joke, <laughs> like anything else. Um, the teams they played against. I think we mentioned them, but yeah. just to uh, recap: Bacon Barn and Lincoln. Yeah. Um, Teddy cleaning. There's a shot of Teddy cleaning Naren's car with a. Like vacuuming it out, which I like, just yeah. during a yeah. little like montage of other stuff going on. Um, the non-infected pitcher knocking out the third baseman at that one point, <laughs> like the pitcher that doesn't oh, have the flu, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the sound when it hits the kid's head yeah. is so great. Um, I took note of all Pete and Little Pete's trash talk, at least what uh. I could like discern oh there's so much Did you they guys? went they went way too quick but there was one about like using the shavings of dung beetles legs icing <laughs> on your cupcake that but was one of them i had to like yeah. re like did he okay and then there was one that i didn't rewatch, but i wanted to it just pans to him and he's standing off to the side with a chart and he's like he says and like so that's what happens when you colt instead of Turn a colt into a gelding. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> so it was like a circumcision chart, I guess. Um, some of the other things he said were sebaceous bloody sputometer, pus drunk spurting maggot, <laughs> briefs staining chum jockey, um, hot... He mentions uh, one kid's secret is a hot has something to do with a hot lather machine. Oh yeah, yeah in a sorry. great moment yeah. when the kid's like <laughs> yeah. his eyes get wide and he's like, oh no. Um, Bill Corn eating snot at the movie theater. Yeah. Um, Mom won't let Big Pete buy lard for some reason. Yeah. We find out. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Medulla oblongata. Yes, <laughs> that was the one. <laughs> Barf lapping lip drain blood wart, I think, was yes. one of them. Um, and for Nairns, yes. he mentions the gravy boat, elementary backstroke. And then he says, maybe we should ask the, the squeegee, squeegee salesman. salesman. And at that point, he's out of there. Yeah. He's, no need for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what an interesting combination. Really, let's, yeah. let's let your mind wander. Uh, it does, yeah. <laughs> Um, a couple other things. Did you notice uh, Lincoln's uniforms? I noticed they were blue, and they said Abe on the front. <laughs> <laughs> um, and finally, did you catch the pro- how much a slushy would cost if they weren't getting them for free? Uh, a dollar? 
No. No. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 75 cents. Ah, not a bad deal. Jeez. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you notice the logo on the front of their jersey? Yeah, it was a prosthetic flag. <laughs> and Beautiful. It is. My favorite observation was their mascot. Yes. Yeah, he's only in like one it's, or two shots. It's one shot. By the dugout. Right in the beginning when they say they're playing the, what's the bacon team? Uh, bacon Barn. Bacon Barn, and that mascot's like a slice of bacon. And then it pans over and you just see this kid. With like all these different prosthetic legs, and he's, he's got arm, like, he's got a bunch of arms and legs. He's just he's waving just... them around. <laughs> he looks like he's got like six arms and legs. And it's just yes. like it just pans away oh, from man. him. And I don't you know never how I didn't see it again. That. Yeah, uh, yeah. The mascot that was one of mine here, but yeah, the mascot is a guy just with a bunch of legs and arms. Um, did you note how long it would take Orange Lazarus, if you drink it quickly, to shut down your central nervous system? 1.2 seconds. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, did you note what number Big Pete was? Uh, he was five, I believe. Little Pete? Yeah, he's uh, Big Pete's five. Little Pete, I don't think they have I didn't notice. notice. Uh, Little Pete is 13. Uh, Teddy's number? It's double zero. Double zero. That's right. Yeah, because Narens refers. Yeah. He does like refer to them as like double zero. Just their yeah. number five. Yeah. Never refers to them as their name. Which I also like that maybe that implies he just doesn't learn their names. Yeah. Uh, Bill was also double zero. Um, did you notice how many tables, uh, picnic tables, were set up at the slush shack? We have four. Six? Four. Yeah, four. Um, did you know all the slushy flavors? Um, There's only one I was having trouble reading the whole thing, but I think I got the rest. I couldn't read any of them uh, yeah. on whatever I was watching. It was so blurry. Well, you named some of them. So, yeah, li- Lime Balthazar, Grape Judas, Lemon Lime was one, Cherry was one, Watermelon. It was Watermelon oh, something, oh. but I couldn't read the rest, and then Raspberry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they probably didn't uh... change all <laughs> yeah. of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ellen's earrings. Did you happen to see, catch what Ellen's earrings were? Mm, they were fun. No. no. Just smiley faces. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they named three base actual baseball players in the episode. I know Ty Cobb. Little Pete was the Ty Cobb of trash <laughs> talk. And uh, Ted Williams. Ted Williams. And was it Willie Mays? Willie Mays. Wow. Yep. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they have that actual archive yeah. footage, which Pete and Pete does also very well. Yeah, I feel like that could be a mistake for some shows, <laughs> yeah. but it works perfectly. Yeah, very, very quirky. Uh, the prices of the things uh, on the menu, did you catch uh, like like hot dog or... Yeah. Uh, the hot dog, $1. Mm. Uh, everything else was $0.50. Cents. That Jeez. includes soda, coffee, tea, and hot chocolate. Mm. All $0.50. Cents. What, a uh, ch- what a time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, the settings on the Orange Lazarus machine. I know one was just burr. Yeah. burr. Yeah, was that, just... That's the one that caught my eye. And that's... then there was like extra frosty. Yeah. And then I can't remember what the last one was. But it was like... There must have been frosty. Yeah, so we had uh, you had I don't remember you that. had off, tepid, <laughs> tepid. <laughs> lukewarm, burr, extra frigid, extra uh, frosty. Uh, yeah. Um, what was the final score of the Lincoln Prosthetics? Game? I want to say six to five. Six to five. Yeah. Yep. Um, in- uh, another thing, just mentioning that that was a great ending. 
that oh, yeah, losing. Just, yes. I mean, beautiful. On a home run, just crushed. Yeah, just, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, the music oh, well. just, like, cuts out and just <laughs> hits the board. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's all I have for uh, Stray Observations. That means it's time for ratings. Uh, this episode on IMDb has an 8.4 out of 10, which is pretty average for Pete and Pete. Uh, on TV.com, an 8.5 out of 10. Um, so that means it's time to give our Krebs stars out of 5. Well, it's tough. And I had a rating in mind, but after having gone over all the details, I'm upping it to uh, 5 out of 5 Krebs mm-hmm. stars. It was a 4.5, yeah. uh-huh. but uh, it really is just so filled with little things yes. that I... I and it were all work so well that I just got to give it to it. Yeah, I'm on board. Five crab stars. Perfect episode. Yeah, yeah. straight five. Mm. Uh, I wonder <laughs> if this is our first five across. Um, got to be. <laughs> yeah, it's a per- it's a perfect episode. Uh, it's not like the deepest Pete and Pete. No, but it's so entertaining throughout. The characters are great. It's yes. funny. It's really funny. There's um, not like it's a instant... little deep. It has like a good moral <laughs> message at the end. Yeah, the message that they were trying to convey. I was more sentimental. Uh, I was more sentimental about the last shot of Pete and Pete playing catching right <laughs> in the field than I was about them losing. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, every instant of the episode was like taken full advantage of. Yeah, uh, and we're <laughs> we're doing this week as kind of like an ode to Pete and Pete summer episodes, and yeah. this is I think just it's up there. It's I mean, incredible. That's a great it's, summer episode. It's amazing. And I still still think about that uh, Lazarus. It's like uh. the most one of those things, like the dangerous soup, kind of, except yeah. more so. <laughs> um. Yeah, oh, definitely more so. Yeah. Um, and then finally, before we wrap up, I uh, want to do: Are you afraid to name the episode? I had kind of a tough time. I, I ultimately went simply with Garden of Pete instead of Field of Pete oh. to go more along with the uh, like biblical oh, references yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I went with the Lazarus Project Ooh, oh. yeah. to go with the Oppenheimer uh, Manhattan Project. Oh, yeah. I like it. Yeah, like it. that's awesome. <laughs> the Lazarus Project. <laughs> Uh, and I went with Summer League Brain Freeze. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah. I will say, though, Field of Pete in that era yeah. with the Field of Dreams. Yeah. Like, yeah. man. They, they what did, a good name. Yeah. They did that quite a bit on Pete and Pete. Like, don't tread on Pete. Yeah. Pete and, uh, the title. <laughs> oh, that's, that's great. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of clever play. Um, but uh, a classic. Yeah, really is. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure anything in Nickelodeon does more ju- more justice to summer. Yeah. There's some other Pete and Pete's that I feel yeah. as strongly about for different reasons, but we've uh, we talked about it on the vacant lot, Hey Arnold. But like episodes that revolve around baseball just tend to be more successful they for whatever reason. They really are good. Yeah, I don't know what they the work. Deal is. <laughs> Baseball's great. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a joining force. Yeah. It's a summary thing. It's probably also because I guess, baseball is so slow, yeah. slow paced. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the focus. Yeah. yeah. Like, 
And everybody you can have the pitcher standing on the mound and having a conversation, and that could happen. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's easy to film and act. Yeah, and everybody can kind of get involved. Yeah. It's not like football or something where it's a little more difficult to imagine some of the characters in it. You can, they can actually have yeah, dialogue with yeah. each other. Pete can sit on the bench and just mock people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well. That's and I mean, we've mentioned it, but little Pete again, just per, he wasn't even in it like that much, but the amount that he was in it was just so good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we are gonna continue talking Pete and Pete, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what's uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next? <laughs> I hate to leave this episode behind. <laughs> um, Next week, we're going to be talking about another great episode called The Call. The Call. I've been waiting for this one. A fabled episode. <laughs> yeah, I've been waiting for this one. Um, a real hot summer day yep, episode. Another hot one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pete and Pete really gets the uh, seasons yeah. down. Yeah. I mean, Pete, Big Pete in uh, Field of Pete even says, like, my, kind of jokingly, he, like, swipes his forehead, oh, it's a hot one, trying to get them to... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um... But, uh, yeah, we hope you guys are enjoying it. Uh, hope you enjoy, you're enjoying your 4th of July. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and summer in general. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter at BOC Podcast, Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast, email us at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can check us out on Podbean, leave a comment or review on iTunes, tell a friend, that's really helpful. Uh, and... Um, Tell someone in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brett, thanks for coming again. Always a pleasure. Great time. And uh, we hope to see you next episode.